0: Before we get going this week, I thought I'd just remind you that I'm a certified business strategist who's been in property for over 25 years. I know my clients shortcut their success by being laser focused through strategy and mentoring, as no one business model fits us all because funding, geography, skill set, it all plays a part in deciding what works for you. Getting it wrong can definitely damage your wealth. If you're serious about property, then your first step is a call with me. Nothing more difficult than following the link in the show notes to book it. This is the Property Solopreneur Podcast and I'm Rachel Troughton. I'll be talking about everything you need to create wealth by building your portfolio in a sustainable and profitable way. I'll be sharing the realities of a property investing business. I'll talk bricks and mortar, buy-to-let, HMOs, flipping and planning game, as that's what we all enjoy doing. But I'll also share how to use good systems, processes and find the right professionals to work with. In fact, everything that will enable you to become a successful property solopreneur. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of The Property Solopreneur, where we're talking about holidays and how not to lose momentum, because although they're absolutely fabulous for us, we can feel a bit discombobulated when we come back after a holiday because we've had a bit of time off and we haven't been in our rhythm and our our normal life. Now, I'm recording this in December, so we've got Christmas fast approaching. And yet some of us will find it's taken us by surprise. Oh, my word, December, we're going to have all that time off. Oh, no, what a nightmare. Well, it is one of those things because we should know it's coming because it will have been in our diaries since last year when we did all our planning, when we got all our ducks in a row. But actually, December is one of those weird months that just gets faster and faster and faster. So, you know, and the demands upon your time become greater and greater. Although this year is odd because we're in our second year of COVID and the problems that that incurs. But the rules and the habits that you get now, if you're new to being in business, will stand you in good stead in 10 years time when you're, it's a normal life really. And the odd thing is taking time off at this time of year is no different from any other holiday. It's really good for us. It refreshes the brain. It, you know, it sets the, it presses the reset button and it allows us to speed up again when we start up. But there is that true fact that this time of year is different from us because we are moving between lots of locations. Um, Christmas for many people is about going to see friends and relatives. And every day for some people, it's about getting in the car and driving to a new location, having another fun day. So it is very different. It's going to be very different from that holiday that you plan early spring or in the summer when you have planned your break down to the last nanosecond, because you're going to be doing perhaps absolutely nothing but lying on a beach towel for a couple of weeks. Great. Or you could be the action man and, um, you know, just skiing, walking or whatever physical activity it is that you do, sailing for the entire time. Or you could be the culture vulture, you know, the sort who flies to the other side of the world and spends an amazing time immersing themselves in the local history and traditions and culture, as I say. Very different for the brain, really good for us. But when we're having Christmas holidays or whatever it is, we're in our familiar space. And our familiar space tells our brain that we should be working because this is not only our home, but it's our workspace, particularly for those of us who gave up an office during COVID. You've you've got used to the fact that this is what you do here. But we are all masters of our own time and destiny because we are entrepreneurs and we've chosen to do this. So it's up to us how we use our time. But for those of us who work off the kitchen table, and thankfully I don't, it's much more difficult because there'll be lots of you in the same house all clamouring to use the kitchen table. So you're going to have to actually think round that problem and perhaps get up earlier to claim that space for a couple of hours before the, the rest of the horde comes down. And for those of us who have a dedicated working space, our problem is different because every time you walk into that room, you know the desk will be sort of batting its, its eyelashes at us, so to speak, and come here, come and work. This is what you do in this space. But you have got to make a decision as to exactly how you use your time and then stick with it. It is also a well-known fact for as we all know, that the day before a holiday is actually the most productive time of the year because you've only got a set number of minutes and hours. And my word, do you've suddenly become uber efficient and pack so much into it? You know, we all know it, don't we? The paperwork suddenly starts to do itself. You know, it flies off the desk and into the filing cabinet or it gets scanned efficiently up into the cloud. The email account's miraculously empty. Everything gets returned. Whew end of everything. You can close your desk. It's fantastic. And every time you do that, I bet you like me, you go, now, why can't I do that every day? Well, it's because of course, every task fills the space available and you've got all day. Why not take all day? So you're just going to have to get over that problem because it will always happen. But the odd thing about the end of the year break is that it doesn't just affect you. It affects everybody that we work with. And In property particularly, we rely on a lot of other companies to do stuff for us in order for us to make our money. Uh, we, We don't, we're not islands, we don't work on our own. And they are going through exactly the same thing. And many of them will have rostered their staff off to have either Christmas off or New Year or perhaps both. There may even be just one person who's in the office, poor thing, you know, manning the fort. So you can't do all those things and keep your business going if you have to interact with other people, well, that's fine. So you've now got to do the stuff for your business that's been on the back burner, the stuff you haven't done because it didn't need other people to help you with it. Well, as I say, just a couple of hours aside or not at all, and think to yourself, what can I do in small chunks of time? Well, these are a few thoughts, no particular order what about all those tasks that kept falling off the to-do list? Because they were too small to make it to the top of the, oh my word, it's critical, I've got to do this list. Or I can't really see how it's going to make a difference to my financial bottom line, so I won't do it. But they're tasks that will improve your business and how it runs and how you work. So what about a business plan if you haven't made one? Now, the problem with business plans is that everyone gets very hooked up on it being amazing and and everything else. Well, no, it doesn't need to be war and peace. It doesn't even need to be more than one page long. It needs to say where you're going next year and how you think you're going to get there. Anything after that is great, but not essential. And it does help you, but don't feel you have to do it if you just can't get going. If that's the thing that's stopping you, just do the one headline page. Or what about some computer housekeeping? You know, you know the sort of thing. It's very dull, isn't it? The screen desktop. After a while, well, it's the end of the year. If you haven't got a system for automatically doing it every week or month, there'll be stuff all over your desktop that somehow hasn't found a real home. And it's not a problem normally until you go to share your screen with somebody else on Zoom or Skype or something like that. When they look at your desktop and go, oh my word, what a blizzard of bits of paper, so to speak, and you feel slightly embarrassed about it, and it does make you look untidy and not efficient, well, now's your moment. Get it all scooped up into the right place so that your desktop is squeaky clean for the new year. You could always have a little blitz on your CRM system because, again, CRMs have this habit of. If you don't enter something exactly the same way, it could tell you you haven't got, you know, Mr. Biggins actually in your system when you have. Just you've entered him under Chris Biggins, for instance. So this is your moment to actually submerge all those dual numbers so that you can have a nice tidy CRM system and that it will stop you when you send out bulk mail from having so many returns. And actually, talking about that, it's always good to have a really clean CRM system. So embrace the problem and just get going. And are there any good ideas that you picked up from webinars? You know, that one nugget that you thought, yeah, that's really good. I'm going to do that. And then life got difficult and you it's sitting there on your desktop, which you've just found because you're cleaning it up. And you think, oh, I'm going to put that into my business. Now's a good idea because you've got the time to work around it and to really get your head round it and, and perhaps write some new ops for it and all that kind of stuff. But the one that found the most favour last night at my accountability call was writing that sequence of emails to investors, because as property people, we always need other funding. And the thing is that when we first start talking to investors, we're talking about the same thing day in, day out, you know, who you are, what you are, what you want. Well, If you're going to have lots of touch points, you're going to have to have an email sequence. So why not write it now when you're not doing anything else? Because when you're in your flow and you've got buildings on the go and you're finding new stuff and you're talking to the banks and you're doing the finance and everything, it's the time to write sequences and things like that that just doesn't happen. So let's go for it now. Now, I know none of these ideas are earth shattering, but they might make your life easier. And if it makes your life easier, you'll be more productive and you will make more money small chunks of activity that will bear fruit for your business. Brilliant. And whilst we're talking about small things, what about rummaging around in your photograph albums, you know, which are all online nowadays, and making sure that you have pulled off those shots that will make a difference for your social media? Because we all know that if you have a brilliant thought about a piece of social media and you haven't got those photographs in the right place, you won't be able to find it. No, absolutely no idea where it is. Or you just haven't got the time. And that's the kind of job that you can do sitting watching television on a laptop. So really, really useful little job. So what I'm saying is that don't think you have to either fill your day full of lots of things or not at all just perhaps do the odd thing here and there, just to keep the brain ticking over so that when you come back with a bang to start next year, you're not having to start off from a base level. And it's a well-known fact that you need to get the oomph in the new year to get you going into quarter one, because there are only 12 weeks in every quarter. And when you've had a long period off, it is much more difficult to get going. So just doing the odd little thing will work wonders. And write yourself a little list now before we get into the deep into the festive period of what you need to get done. And don't make it so long that you really can't get it all done or it almost becomes an ordinary working day. Remember, how much time have you decided to put aside? An hour? Well, you can only do an hour's work a day. So you can't write a list longer than a task that will only take you an hour. Support yourself, be kind to yourself. And then make sure that you keep looking at this list at the end so that you know what you've done so you can pat yourself on the back. However, of course, if you want to do absolutely nothing, that's fine. You know, you are the CEO and that's the amazing thing. If you're new to this whole entrepreneurial space, it might seem rather strange to do nothing or to only half do a job or whatever it is in these holiday periods, but you are the top of the tree and there is no one who's going to report the fact that you spent the whole afternoon watching films with your children or whatever it is you're doing, you know, the buck stops with you. No one's going to report you. But you've got to feel confident that you made the decision for yourself and that you're doing what you want to do. Because if you want to do nothing, do not feel guilty about it. Likewise, if you want to do an hour, a day's work, don't feel guilty about it. Just own it. It's up to you. But whatever way you do play this holiday period, you must own the decision and know that actually when it comes to an end, you're going to be back to work. So you've got to be absolutely comfortable with whatever you do. And if you are, I would suggest that you're well on the way to being a wildly successful property solopreneur. Thank you for listening to the Property Solopreneur podcast with Rachel Troughton. If you want to create a professional and profitable property business, download my property business checklist now at racheltroughton.com slash checklist. If you found my stories inspiring and my content useful, Then come find out more about my mentoring and strategy sessions by going to www.rothroughton.com and book a discovery call with me. The banner link is on every page. Come and create and grow your own property business. That's the shortcut to success.